everybody. Welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure having you over here with me again. My name is Natasha Collins. I'm the founder of NC Real Estate. That's our members club and our one-to-one mentorship. Today, I am so excited because I am joined with Georgina Nash and Megan Robinson as two of the four co-founders of Built by Both. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. So they Hello. both they both work for a major house uh, builder. Um, they both met on a graduate program with Megan previously studying architectural engineering at Loughborough University and completing a placement year with the company. And Georgina studied architecture at the Manchester School of Architecture. Architecture. Um, They work at separate offices, but both now have roles within the technical teams who deal with architecture, planning, construction, and project management. So it is an absolute pleasure having you both here. And we're going to jump straight in to what is Built by Both, what inspired by Built by Both, how did it form? Um, And let's go from there. Okay, cool. Well, First of all, thank you very much for having us. Um, Built by Both formed a couple of years ago now when we first met through our graduate programme and we worked on a sort of industrial fundraising challenge for the Prince's Trust. Um, Built by Both was formed out of that quite formally and our inspiration for that kind of came through our personal experience of coming into the industry and kind of having little knowledge of the industry beforehand particularly through kind of face-to-face conversations and word of mouth I think we probably both can vouch for hearing about getting into the built environment through what you can find online on websites and maybe a little bit of careers advice at school and things like that but never actually kind of having that personal connection to it so we kind of really felt inspired by the need for sharing stories of women in the industry and connecting younger people with more senior women who are keen to kind of spread the world and help others. Yeah. Um, Similarly, it's kind of not always been, it's not always a really clear route that you're going to jump from one thing at school to one thing at uni to one set career. And I think we kind of wanted to spread that message that kind of the industry is accessible no matter what your experience, what your background, and that the different journeys that people go on at any stage of their career kind of make you that little bit more neat unique so that was kind of where we'd where we got the inspiration and how we first formed really um fantastic and so since you formed it what have you gone on to achieve of built by both So um, basically, after forming uh, the after performing built by both and completing the challenge, we then continued to grow the organisation in our own time. Yeah. So built by both has received amazing support since we set it up in 2016, mm-hmm. and um, we had our launch event in June 2016. And from there, we believe that our values to promote equality as built by both is really unique compared to other networking organisations who are solely women only networks. Yeah. Um, we met a lot of people as well who were equally as passionate as we are to promote gender parity in the industry. So we decided then to branch out to other sectors wider than just house building after witnessing there was a big change across the entire industry. Mm-hmm. And really from there, we got great feedback. We um, were putting on a lot of events and we still are now. So the idea is that we put on um, networking events where we try to bring 
young women and um, together with role models who are in the industry from different ages and different backgrounds and experiences. Um, and it's really to encourage them to young women to embark on careers in the construction industry. But we realize to do this that we have we can only really achieve it in this industry by having men on board to support us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we realize that we're the minority and we want to stand out for being great at our jobs and not just being women. Yeah. Um, but also we we really wanted to focus on trying our best to get 50-50 attendance to the events and we can boast a 50 50 team two male and two female on our on our founders team mm-hmm. so we thought it was really important to do that so yeah it, our, a lot of our events are um with other networking organizations we like to collaborate a lot to try and make sure that we branch out as much as we can um to other in other sectors in the industry and um, really yeah we've come from there and we try our best as well to speak at other events and to get our name out there and our brand and to ensure that young women feel confident enough to approach us I don't know if anything else you want to say G on that I think you've covered that off pretty well <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's an amazing organization yeah. it's fantastic that you guys are doing that because I think it's really important that we promote it and not that just we're trying to make it a female only industry that's not mm. it is it it's yeah. getting no, of course everybody into the same room and having that conversation and making it making sure that it's important to get the diversity across the sector I think it's great yeah that's that's it that's what we're trying to do that's what we're trying to achieve yeah so- and a big thing that's kind of come since we started out I know I mentioned we kind of were inspired by the need for young people to get connected to people that are in the industry but I think through the kind of events that we've had it's become more and more important and it's much more on our agenda now that actually a change of career at any point yeah. um, is accessible returning to career is accessible at any point so it's kind of just making that more of a topic of conversation as well not just obviously the sort of future generations are as important as that but it's about everybody altogether. Fantastic I love that I really love that because you can come into property at any age and you can do whatever you want in property at any age as well can't you if it it inspires you if it interests you why not give it a go? Definitely yeah that's it and we I mean we love the industry and that's what we're trying to promote for other women well other young people not just women but Mm -hmm primarily at the moment trying to make sure that we can somehow have a resemblance of um yeah a diverse a diverse industry fantastic so was the property industry always something you wanted to go into uh (laughs) to be honest probably not (laughs) um when I when I first started I'm a big kind of when everyone asks and if anyone asks me this I always kind of go on when I was younger I used to play with Lego and I always knew that construction was something that I loved and I always wanted to go into some kind of architecture and creative side of something but also realized I loved the um, engineering side of it and seeing the structure come up from a 2D drawing into something 3D Um, but to be honest house building wasn't something that I necessarily thought about I come from a bit of a like countryside area so it's I'm not very used to seeing high-rise um, development and working in London that is primarily what I'm building at the moment so mm-hmm. no it's not something I really thought about but I think that's because it wasn't really given to me as a clear option at school yeah um, it was only really when I went to university that I started realizing it was a really great diverse industry to be in there's so many lucrative opportunities and you can get involved in so many different ways all the way from planning 
and um, you know conception of an idea all the way through to user um, interface so you get to see the whole project so yeah so I'm very very happy with my choice now but no it wasn't really my initial thought of a career <laughs> no I can yes. understand that Georgina how about you similarly really and I think particularly kind of like the jump from we both come from having a degree background and that's mm -hmm. not necessarily the way that you have to do it at all but I think the jump from um school to sick form there was kind of like you it, it's the kind of guidance that's there as to what it might go on to and that definitely wasn't something that was highlighted at that point yeah. uh, as house building or construction um kind of fine-tuned from the jump from a level to university architecture was definitely not widely promoted in my from where i was um and definitely some of the more specialist ones as well i mean architecture at university uh, part one level it is very 50 50 split between male and female but I know that a lot of other disciplines are and then mm. I think that transition from degree to employment again looking at house building people kind of have an expectation of where you're going to go with an architecture degree yeah. uh, and it's not really kind of explored that much the many different options that actually you can apply that degree to so it wasn't necessarily at all something that I think I set out to do as a career but it and it did take me looking into it as a career personally to kind of discover how much I was going to enjoy it I don't know I think that's where kind of maybe improvements need to be had at younger levels down the education system to kind of highlight some of the different options that are are out there yeah so would you say that is one of the biggest um problems that the property industry is facing right now in in regards to diversity and actually how they get people into the industry i um, think that sorry, oh, sorry G, you go ahead you go ahead okay um i think that's probably one of them um for for sort of young people leaving education and going into employment I do think a lot has been done recently to massively promote that um organizations such as CITB and HBF are definitely mm. really selling careers in the house building industry much more than I think possibly they have done in the past and I think they're doing that very successfully as well yeah um and I think it's just also places of education being open to supporting that as well it, I think the more people believe in it the greater success will come out of both of them um mm, yeah. I think to not show it off <clears throat> as a as a career choice would would be quite sad really yeah yeah no I, I agree with you as well Gia, actually I think that like promoting diversity teams in our industry is something that we first of all we need to overcome the negative stigma of having women working in construction mm -hmm. and I think I remember reading you've mentioned CRTB actually G which has just reminded me of an article I read which I think it was just like between 75 and 80 percent of some something like that of respondents said that there was a lack of female role models in the industry and that was a reason for gender imbalance and to be honest I really agree with that and I think the construction industry needs to kind of be rebranded almost and more needs to to be done on a government level to incentivize construction industry and developers and also to incentivize schools and universities to really push house building in particular and property development as a as a really like yeah very very good career opportunity 
Because after all, if the industry is only attracting half the population, then it's only really attracting half the innovation and half the experience and half the skills that the UK's workforce has to offer. So it's really vital that we push that in schools and education. It becomes a, a major thing that women and young girls can be seen to be doing construction related jobs and they don't all have to be wearing hard hats on a building site they can yeah so I, I think it's really important and um yeah I guess that is a really big problem and it's one that probably gets overlooked quite drastically because it's not in the forefront of you know political and economic kind of issues for a for a developer but we can't yeah. make those changes for skills and workforce that is kind of lacking at the moment we can't up that skill shortage Mm, unless yeah. um yeah unless companies really get involved and also show an interest in bettering the perception of the industry Agreed. yeah and I think that goes I think that goes well beyond just the kind of issues surrounding gender parity as well there's so many different elements to having a diverse workforce yeah. uh, to increase innovation and things like that I think it's just really important that there's inspiration and role models for people of many many different backgrounds um to really kind of improve that mm -hmm. yeah I agree and also I think that the government should definitely get on board with this because also what will happen is then this uh, house building pipeline that they want to increase will also then get done yeah. quicker <laughs> I know what, yeah. what is it now we've got to we've got to build some like 300,000 new homes and I think we can't just do that with one side of the population yes. <laughs> women have got to be there too <laughs> exactly exactly so it's worthwhile for everybody encouraging people into the construction sector but i think it's also about as you guys have said is showing what happens in the construction se sector what jobs are available and giving role models because with role models that's where it gives others the idea to get into the industry and that's so yeah. so powerful yeah no completely and to be honest I like to think well I hope that our um, events are helping that as well and making sure that experienced women and experienced men but experienced people in the industry are given the opportunity to speak to women coming into the industry as newbies and giving them that incentive to stay and help to retain them um, as they develop in the industry yeah you are you guys are doing a fabulous job fabulous job. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think then with all of this conversation is the end of issue around gender equality improving slightly have you seen changes yeah go on I think G's probably good to answer this because you were speaking to someone recently about it so yeah I mean I think um there's been a massive kind of riding of the wave across many industries at the moment with gender parity gender equality um the gender pay gap obviously very recently issue yeah. issue that's kind of made a lot of conversations have come out of that which is a really really positive thing um and i think that what we have found is the power of the movement is kind of the power in numbers which is why we've always kind of been keen to collaborate and partner with other groups and campaigners mm -hmm. it's just to connect to more and more people and to keep that conversation flowing um I think it is improving. I think we just need to be really conscious that that doesn't kind of tip off the edge or go mm -hmm. off radar. Um, I think, as I mentioned earlier, kind of wider diversity and inclusion is a massive agenda for a lot yeah. of um, employers, and it has been very recently. Um, 
at the forefront of their targets, which again, really, really positive thing, but I think it's not an overnight fix and we just need to ensure that it does continue as these yeah. new generations and, and new new starters at many levels come through. Um, mm. And I think it just needs to be, people just, I hope, and I do think that the attitude is that people believe it, but I think the focus needs to not be on the statistics that are coming out of this, it needs to mm -hmm. be on the people and the stories. Yeah. Um, that are coming out of it, which is much more mm. important. I agree. I think actually, just really apt for this question because I've just realised what notebook I'm writing, which is what a notebook my mum got me for Christmas. And on the front cover, it says, "One woman can make a difference, but together we can rock the world." <laughs> and I just thought that was really apt because that is probably what's really happening. It's like the issue is improving because we're all realising that our voices together can make a really big change. That is so yeah, I just thought that was really funny when I just saw <laughs> that in my notebook. <laughs> and but also, further than that, I think that's where we're saying, although it's having all these female voices together, it is no, yeah, we need have, male voices, men voices as well. I think is where our strength has also been. So, I do yeah. think that's a very, very big part of it as well. Yeah. especially in our industry like we are the minority but I'd like to be able to make a change as I said earlier we do need men to understand the benefits of having diverse teams and gee you're so right like it's all female voices together but in our industry it's hard to make a change unless you have the majority to mm -hmm. lend you a hand so yeah definitely so moving forward what what can be done what positive steps can be done to continue promoting diversity in the industry um, I personally think it's a big thing is just improving the perception of the industry to make it more of a a positive opportunity for people to get involved in. As I said, in school, it wasn't really something that I was told about. And even in university, I kind of had to look for job opportunities within house building myself. Yeah. Um, and having, an, having companies understand and have an appreciation for, to be honest, having an appreciation for the importance of diverse teams is such a such such a big importance I think you know I think sometimes having both male and females on your teams makes for really logical quick decision making and mm -hmm. you will also consider really big wider impacts so for companies to realize that you will benefit profitability and also productivity will benefit if you have diverse teams so yeah perception and an appreciation yeah. of diverse teams I think is very very important okay Brilliant. I think that's it's a really strong, positive message there. So finally, if there are people listening who want to change careers to jump into this industry, what would your advice be? Big one. I think we would always say get in touch and don't have to just get in touch with us. There's so many groups out there up and down the country that are um, sort of wanting to get to know people and wanting to help people and I think it's just the biggest message is to connect to people and get in touch because people love talking about what they do and love sharing what they do mm -hmm. um and I think that that's kind of first step into kind of networking or connections is always really scary but the more you do it the more you want to do it and kind of see the rewards for doing that mm -hmm. okay good advice Megan anything else to add um, to be honest, yeah, I, I didn't ever know how to kind of branch out to people in the industry. And for me, it was a struggle to 
it was something I wanted to get involved in, but it was a struggle because there wasn't a clear kind of female role model for me at the time in house building and in development. So really, if I would known that there was all these networks out there that I could speak to and potentially talk to somebody about the opportunities, whether it be a grab program, whether it be an apprenticeship, which are booming at the moment and have so much backing from the government. So they're great to get into. If I was aware of that, that probably would have made it a little bit less lonely feeling for me coming into the mm-hmm. industry. So yeah, hopefully the listeners kind of, if there is somebody interested in that, they will know to get in touch with somebody, one of the networks that replicates and represents something that they really feel passionate about. And yeah, hopefully that will that'll be brought by both. <laughs> Amazing. So I'm going to put all the details for Built by Both below this podcast. So if you're listening, it's going to come up in the description below the podcast. All you have to do is click on the link there and you will go straight through to Built by Both. You will also see their social media below. So connect with them. Connect with Megan and Georgina. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. But thank you, Georgina and Megan. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank thank you you so much. much. It's been great. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've liked this podcast, then don't forget to like it and subscribe to make sure that you keep updated with all the goodness every single week. And if you want to come over and find out any more about what NC Real Estate does, head on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk where you can join our members club or you can apply for one-to-one mentorship. Thank you again for joining me. I can't wait to catch up with you again soon.